Today we are going to start a little summer series that's going to be a little bit lighter, but hopefully you're going to have some fun with it and enjoy it, but also we're going to try to tie it in with some marriage lessons and things we learn. So basically what we're going to do over the next few weeks um, to lighten things up a little bit are to, we're going to tell some funny stories from our marriage, some personal stories, maybe stories that nobody else even knows. And we're going to have fun telling those and then talk a little bit about what we learn from those funny stories. So stay tuned. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. Rusty and Heather Bryant back with you this week, and we are going to kick off this summer series um, just because uh, really there's lots and lots of podcast um, producers or creators out there that take a break for the summer, and we just decided we're not going to do that. We're going to be consistent and faithful because we have faithful listeners, so we're going to be faithful in uh, our podcast and continue as best we can to keep putting these uh, episodes out each week. But we did want to make it a little bit lighter because the last five weeks, weeks. last Mm -hmm. five weeks, man, we've been in some heavy stuff Mm -hmm. and it's fine um, because... We can do heavy. Oh yeah. We ain't scared of heavy. We ain't scared. We ain't scared. (laughs) And, And it's amazing how differently we look at that. Should... Should we tell the joke? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I just so here's the here's the thing. Like, there's these are two different things that are going on in my mind. One is that, like, um, like I never want to take uh, lightly, you know, the struggles that people are going sure. through because it's not. I mean, right. it it's it is heavy, and the struggle in our marriage that we went through is infidelity. And so, like, it's not something to joke about, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, what happened to us today, it just was such a a great reminder to me of how, what God has done Mm -hmm. and how far we've come in 12 years, Mm -hmm. or almost 12 years. Mm -hmm. And so, um... Should we tell it? Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny. <laughs> and as long as nobody's like, oh, my gosh, who's your pastor? Like, because it, well, it was really funny. Well, it was funny, and I think some of it was because we had we had a great friend that, that gave us a heads up. Yep. So we were sitting in church this morning, and, uh, and somebody texted Heather and said, hey, we just want to make sure that, um, that you're aware that the like our pastor in his sermon is about to say he's about to tell a joke about infidelity and like i thought that was so great that they were concerned about our heart like they Absolutely. just wanted to make sure that we were that we were um prepared for it and so my initial reaction i'm not going to lie when i first when i first cuz you showed me the text right. and i was like I was like, oh, you know, I wonder what this is going to be. But then, but, but I was also, I was already in a place where I was like, man, isn't it great that like, that doesn't scare me. Sure. And so when we say this, like, there's a part of me that I think I'm telling, we're telling this joke and this funny and then what happened, because I want people out there that may be struggling with this and going through this. Right. They're just, they're like, okay, there's some hope because here's some people that really walk through the worst yeah. of the worst. And now, not that they're joking about it, yeah. but 
like But it doesn't have to be so heavy. It's all completely the time. redeemed. That's it right. is completely That's redeemed. Right. So anyway, basically the, the, our pastor was talking about heaven this morning and he told uh, he he told the story or the the story of a man that goes to heaven. Because we were talking about being rewarded. Re, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right, being Re- rewarded. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he gets up there, and Saint Peter or somebody's mm-hmm. talking to him, and is like, "Hey, have you have you ever been unfaithful to your wife?" And he's like, "Oh no." He's like, he's like, "I've always been faithful to my wife." And he says, "Well, you're gonna get to drive around streets of gold in a Lamborghini." And so he gets his Lamborghini, and he's off, and. Then St. Peter sees him a little bit later, and he's, like, all depressed and really upset. Crying. and St. Yeah, crying. And St. <laughs> Peter's like, dude, what is wrong? He's like, you're driving around in this Lamborghini. And he said, yeah, but I just saw my wife, and she was on roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> and so, f- fortunately, we were prepared for that, mm-hmm. but... But and I texted my friend. I said, whoop, there it is. <laughs> and, then, and then I just kind of got a little bit... I started laughing a little bit, and in my head, I thought... Should I say this or not? And I just leaned over and <laughs> whispered in your ear, and I said, "I'll let you ride in my Lamborghini." <laughs> <laughs> to so, which I said, um, "I pulled up the text, and I will roll around on roller skates all day as long as I'm in the presence of my Jesus." There you go. And it doesn't matter what I have, but it was a funny joke because he was unaware. Of his wife, it was like right. you know. Why am I? Why do I feel the need to explain the I, joke? I don't know. You, <laughs> it's not near. You're as not funny. real good with jokes. So here's the thing. I hope that people out there are like, well, that wasn't very tasteful because I'm struggling right now. Well, it's because it is. It is an unbelievable feeling to be redeemed That's right. from whatever it is that you've gone through in in your life. And it's not to take light of it, but it's just to go, man, what? look what God has done. Mm-hmm. And so some of you that I know you listen to our podcast because you're attracted to our story and the mess that, that we were um, walking through an affair. And I hope that it just gives you some hope to be able to go, man, like, I want to be there one day where, you know, it's still serious because if you've listened to the last five episodes, you know that it's serious. We're not taking any of it lightly. That's right. But at the same time, we also are recognizing what God has done for us and what he's done in our marriage, and it's incredible. And so now we want to live in this freedom. We don't want to live where the sin that was... 12 years ago that has been completely forgiven and totally redeemed. We don't want to live in that That's anymore. Right. Um, and the heaviness of that. Yeah, and the heaviness of that. So, and that leads us right into today. So, we want to be able to tell some funny stories of things that have happened throughout our 27 years of marriage. And we just want to be able to laugh a little bit. You're just claiming that 27 years, aren't you? Uh, it's next month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I hope that you guys will enjoy. We're going to try to come up with maybe three or four of our favorite. Only one today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one today. We're just <laughs> Don't worry. One just one just story one, a week. One story. <laughs> We're going to laugh a little bit and uh, maybe give some marital insights um, as to what we learned. So when I think about these these stories that we're going to tell, um, you know, these are kind of like when you and your when you and your spouse, hopefully you have some of these, 
that when you just need a good laugh and a good reminder of what your journey and your marriage was, these are your go-tos, you know, you just bring them back up. And sometimes it might be just you and your spouse. Right now, ours is about to be our spouse, me, my spouse, and the whole world, um, (laughs) whoever's listening to this, but it's okay. So we're going to, we're going to rewind all the way back, probably about five years into marriage. Yeah. Well, and let me kind since because you it's I've your story, so not, you tell the, it's not my well, story. No, 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 you came up with this story. To oh, tell. but so you know I'm, it was the number one story. <laughs> like this is the number one funny story. Okay. okay. Well, if you say that, they're not going to listen the next two weeks. <laughs> no, nah, we'll, we'll come up with some other good ones. But I, let me preface it. So you're since you're going to tell the story. So we got married in '97, and '96. No, oh my. <laughs> Hey, all of you out there, point for the husband. I know when we got married. 96. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. So bad. I don't know why. I, was, I think it's because of the... Mm, of you owe me now. That's all there is to it. Child number two's birthday. Anyway. Um, okay, sorry. We got married in 96, and we were... Um, you know, we were like, we're going to wait to have a baby. Absolutely. We're going to wait a few years to have a baby. And then I guess three years in, four years in, we decided we wanted to try to have a baby. So, um, we got pregnant really quickly the first time. It didn't take a long time. Um, and we were like, okay, well, here we go. And we were about 12 weeks in and we had heard the heartbeat and all of that. And then I started spotting and after um, several days of the unknown, um, I had to have a DNC and, um, because we had lost the baby. So we had a miscarriage, and that was tough. It was tough. Then we um, got pregnant again pretty quickly mm-hmm. and um, miscarried again. And it was you know, heartbreaking. That one was a little earlier. Yeah. Um, wasn't as, I didn't have to have surgery and all that. So we decide, okay, we're going to have a baby. We've got to make this happen. Well, it took a lot longer than we had anticipated. And so we ended up seeing a fertility specialist and they put me on a medicine, medicine called Clomid that made me ovulate at a specific time Mm -hmm. so we had like a three day this is prime time and you know we had gotten all the testing done on rusty and everything was fine so don't be writing in telling me we shouldn't have been doing it every day because we knew he was fine to do day all three days in a row and we to have our best chance of getting pregnant we need to do these three. It was really five, but those three core got to happen on those three days. Well, we had tried, and we were only going to be on this medicine for six months. We did month one, no baby. We did month two, no baby. Month three, no baby. No, month four, no baby. This was month five, and we only had this one and one more. So it was crunch time. And after this medicine, we were going to have to move on to the uh, to the next part of the story, which we never got to because we had a baby. But anyway, okay, so here we are, month five. I had to really set it up because well, it was important. Well, I'm so glad you did because I'm just going to tell you I knew 
none of that. Oh my goodness. Like Reed. none of that. Uh, that was You did. No, no, no. Oh, the timing. Okay, oh, I got gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I was like, I just knew that well, I did know that we had gone to see a specialist and yeah. like there were certain days yes. because and I knew you'd gotten on some medicine because everything was so irregular and so that yes. was what they that was the whole point of yeah. it was to make sure I all was right ovulating. you got this little window mm-hmm. and but that's but that's the case for for yeah, regular people exactly it's yeah just regular people you have like but you just aren't but, as right and they don't uh, yeah we and, knew those right, were right, the right, days right, right, it's right, not right. like and so we weren't missing it was my point yeah, yeah like we had three days and it was gonna happen yeah so um Funny story. <laughs> we uh, we were scheduled to go on a little trip mm-hmm. with your family, uh-huh. uh, your mom, your dad, mm-hmm. um, sister, and your sister, brother in law, and their little baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, since you know all the details, how do you remember all the details? Where I know where we were. Okay, but why? Where? Oh, I don't remember why we were there. You don't remember yeah. why mm-hmm. we were going mm-hmm. or but anything. We were there in Atlanta. We were going to do something fun. Yeah, so we were going on this little vacation of some sort, and I don't um, remember why we were there. Yeah. Sorry. So anyway, anywho, uh, the story goes like this: We were um, staying at a house of a family family mm-hmm. member. So the family member had this this it was sort of like an extra house it was like a missionary house mm-hmm. and so we just it was vacant I mean other than I mean it was fully furnished and right. stuff so but they they would use it when they would come to visit and things like that on at this particular property and so it it was just open that week for us mm-hmm. to be able to go and stay there so we start, you and know, we're all in the same house. Yeah, we're all in the same mm-hmm. house. And we know, like, we know we're like, okay, well, I mean, we've got to plan this thing right because, I mean, we got to figure, figure out how to do the deed, you know. Right. <laughs> and so, and so we're, uh, so we get over there to the house and there's three bedrooms. All right. So there's a master bedroom. So we weren't sharing a room with anybody. Uh, That's good. <laughs> good. Check. <laughs> Step number one. Check. Uh, we weren't going to have to sneak off to the woods. That's right. Um, so the first, the first one was the first bedroom is a master bedroom. Her mom and dad mm-hmm. were going to take that. I mean, I'm sure if we would have been like, Hey, Hey folks, uh, <laughs> just want y'all to know, maybe they would have given it to us. We weren't really comfortable doing that. So her mom and dad took the, uh, so the in-laws have their, their, their master bedroom. So there's one other bedroom that was, that was bigger, had a big bed and uh, your sister's older, mm-hmm. and they had and the baby, they had baby, so they needed a place to put like the pack and play or whatever, whatever they used back then. Um, and and so they got that room. So we get the third bedroom. Mm-hmm. Well, we walk into the third bedroom, and the third bedroom has two twin beds. Okay, all right, all right. We're like we're already sort of laughing mm-hmm. on the inside. I remember walking in, and we're just going, all right, well. We're gonna make. You we're know, gonna we, start in one. We're bed. gonna make this work. <laughs> we're gonna figure this out and make this work. So, uh, so you know, we get in, we get settled, and everything. And and I, I mean, it wasn't nighttime. I mean, we were. I don't know what we did, but but I think it was one of those things. It was already a little bit funny because yeah. we were thinking through. You know, how what are the chances? I mean, we're here. We're with your family in the mm-hmm. same house, and we've got this short little window of time, and now we've got twin beds. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so we get ready to go to bed that night. We had kind of already 
talked about it. And I don't, I mean, like, I feel like for me especially, there was a, there was definitely a little bit of an excitement. Like, I mean, this is fun. Yeah, like, no. What not no. for you? I was you, like, my parents are next door, and well, just be shh. It was, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. All right, so we so we get in get in there, and, and this uh, is important. Oh, we, this this is important because we started out in one bed. Like I didn't unmake no, 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 no. my bed. I, we started out with just getting in one bed together. It's like let's do this, and then I'll go to my bed. Right. Yeah. But that was here's the, here's the other thing. So this was a children's room, mm-hmm. two twin beds, mm-hmm. children's rooms, and apparently, I mean, we never went this route with our children, but if you have some problems with bedwetters, <laughs> then there's things that you can put on the bed to make it, uh, make you know, so you're not ruining the bed all the, the time. The mattress. The mattress. Right. So apparently, this was the case for mm-hmm. the people that were at this house. Mm-hmm. And so the sheets were, there was some sort of a plastic something or another on, on Over the, the mattress, covering the mattress between the mattress and the sheet. Mm, it's, it sounded like we were, it sounded like we were rolling around in saran wrap <laughs> or tin foil yeah, or whatever, was, Reynolds yeah, wrap. Very crunchy. Uh, yes. And <laughs> so plastic. we didn't realize that. Plastic. Plastic. Yes. So we didn't realize that until we got in the bed. And we were like, "Oh my goodness!" Um, and so, and so, we were like, "Oh my gosh, we've got to be like really, really quiet." <laughs> and uh, so it was funny already, and we're so we're kind of laughing about that. And uh, we're like, "Okay," and and I'm sure for me, it was funny, but at the same time. Very adventuresome and less enjoy, and you're just like, get this over with, you know. It's like, come on, finish this, <laughs> and uh, and so so we're getting ready to uh, to. Oh no, we're we're in we're it. in the mm-hmm. act. We're in mm-hmm. the act and with the plastic sheets. With the plastic sheets, but we're being being as quiet mm-hmm. as we can, and we hear. That's a knock, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we heard, and I think we both went. Wait, what was that? <laughs> And uh, so we froze, really, we froze. And and our eyes got really big. Mm-hmm. And the next thing we heard was Heather's mom's <laughs> voice <laughs> on the other side of the Heather. door. And uh, so, so at that point, I don't know, we weren't real sure why she was there. Uh, I think we were very thankful that the door was locked, uh-huh. for one thing. Um, and then we were like, all right, well, we're fixing to make a lot of racket because one of us has got to get out of this plastic bed and move into the other bed. You like or- my sound effects? <laughs> yeah. And at that point I was like, oh my gosh, the other bed's not even unmade. Like that's yeah. why it was important that there was only one bed. There was a lot going on. There was a lot, <laughs> there was a lot going and on. And I said, yes. And yeah. I was like, I got to go to the door. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you got up. Mm-hmm. And went to the door but quickly, uh, putting on all the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and so you opened the door. I don't even know what she wanted. Yeah, I don't either. But I just remember cracking the door, and I knew that the bed she could see was completely made up. Uh-huh. So I was like, "Okay, well, we're busted." And so I was like, "Hey," and I, it was, uh, "Hey, just want y'all to know we're gonna leave at whatever yeah. time in the morning." I mean, it wasn't anything weird. She right. just was letting us know what time to get up. I think. Right. Yep. So, 
So she <sighs> so she left. We closed the door. And we were like, what? This didn't happen. <laughs> It's like that. It's like that old King of Queens episode when they were going through the same thing, uh-huh. and the mother, one of the moms, was there, and they were on the rickety bed, and he said, "It sounds like Geppetto's workshop," and then and she came to the door. It was the exact same uh-huh. thing. She comes to the door, and and when she leaves, uh, I just remember the lady in King of Queens, and she said, uh, "Should no. we wait?" She goes, "Should we wait and try this next mm-hmm. month?" And he said, "I couldn't okay. make love to Julia Roberts right now." <laughs> Uh, but I'm, but hey, you know what? We fought through well, it. Yeah, we did. We fought yeah, through we it. Yeah, we did. And we didn't make a baby that month. <laughs> we, we didn't. We gave a good and effort. It, but. And it probably had something to do with that whole episode. But um, don't worry. For those of you who are just dying to know the end of the story, month six. Yeah. You ready? Month six, we miss. Our opportunity, we missed that magic window because you were overseas playing soccer and you came back and we had missed our window, but it was like you had been gone for a week. It was just as natural as mm-hmm. anything. There weren't any plastic sheets no involved. No plastic sheets, no in-laws. <laughs> and month six, the very last month, Luke was conceived. There we go. And we have him and precious Logan. <laughs> so don't worry, everything worked out great. So <laughs> as as I was thinking through this, I was like, all right, well, we need to we need to offer some... We need to offer some good marital advice based on our funny story. You know, Absolutely. that's what we're all about. This is a marriage podcast, so we're going to tell some, you know, tell some funny stories, but we want to be able to go, "Hey, when you look back on your funny stories, like what is it? You know, what is it that you learned from that?" So, um, so what'd you learn from that? <laughs> <laughs> well, the number one thing I learned was be able to laugh at yourself mm. because we even laughed in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been really easy to be frustrated and to be like, oh my gosh. And you could have been like, your mom, but it, it wasn't. It was, we laughed, we figured it out. We, you know, I mean, like I will forever remember like me going <gasps> and our eyes both getting as big as saucers. Mm-hmm. And and so it's okay to laugh through journeys. And when things don't go as planned, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. That's number one for me. Well, and like even when you, when we'd say to laugh about things, you know, I've mentioned on here before that my counselor one time, as we were going through what we went through, t- said, don't take life so seriously. And I think it's so important that even when hard times and heavy times come and, and like you're able to look back at things like that and just remember like marriage is fun. Like there's going to be there's going to be hard times. There's going to be rough times, but you can still laugh about it. It doesn't have to always be so uh, just hard and heavy and difficult and serious and all that so um and i was gonna say um probably one of the things that that everybody should take away from the story is lock the door (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were gonna do something really like awesome lock the door i mean there's kids probably Mm -hmm. around and you know um but it i did say this a couple of times when we were talking about it when i said it was for me, I do kind of remember the adventure and the excitement of it. And even though it was like, I I do remember those months being a little taxing and wearing on us because, you know, you're, you're having physical intimacy out of 
necessity right. and not, um, you know, most of the time it's not something romantic mm-hmm. or something that maybe e- e- one of you or both of you don't really even want to do mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. Uh, but you're doing it because you're trying to make a baby. That's right. And so... Um, and but, we know our listeners have been there. Oh, yeah. Like, surely. Yeah. Yes. Or you will be there <laughs> That's if right. you're newly with. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but it's, it does remind me that even in that, you know, there was some adventure to it, some excitement to it. And like, I don't want to lose that, you know, I mean, we're not making, we're not making babies and we're not going, uh, sleeping on plastic sheet covers and stuff like that. But just the, you know, there was something a little bit daring about Mm -hmm. it and having to, you know, it was just, that just made fun and I just think that marriages need to keep that you know keep that even 27 years later there just needs to be the adventure and the excitement and um you know a little bit of out of the ordinary and something something that's unexpected yeah I love it sweet advice yeah sweet advice and I love that it's summer and we're doing these little lighter things um but I hope that people can still learn some things from it yeah for sure well, we um, we still, you know, several weeks ago, we told you guys that we're in the middle of rebranding, mm-hmm. and that is still coming. We're hoping that by the end of the summer, yep. we have everything out and ready to roll, um, and that'll be a fun time, and we'll make sure that we promote that really big to you guys. But thank you for listening and for being faithful listeners. We had a lot of fun uh, looking at our our download stats from the last month and just seeing where all of these people are coming from and uh, you know it was great the other day we even had a message from somebody that said I'm I'm one of your faithful listeners from Malaysia and I was like that is so cool mm-hmm. um, and we know there are people listening from all over the world so here's the thing we want to hear from you so you know don't be scared to reach out to us by sending us an email or social media direct messages. Uh, we love getting those messages, and they don't have to be even, you, you know, you don't always have to come with some kind of big problem, although we're, we, we're here to help as much as we can. Um, but we just love to hear from you and love to know where you are and, and, and how this podcast has helped you in your marriage. So um, thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoy your week, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>